Hey guys, it's Tom here. Just wanted to give a little reminder that Tommy and I will be hitting the road for a Thanksgiving week tour of Stand By Your Band Live Battle of the Bands where we're going to be in Chicago Wednesday, the 27th of November at the Lincoln Lodge at 8 p.m. with guest judge Lisa Traeger along with a bunch of great Chicago comics. We're going to be in Bloomington, Indiana the 29th and the 30th. We're going to do a live podcast on the 29th with guest judge Jared Thompson, friend and foe of the show, uh, along with some great comics there too. And uh, that's that's the 29th. The 30th, we're doing a stand-up show uh, where we've got some friends joining us. We're going to do a bunch of have a bunch of little sets, and it's going to be very fun. So that's the 30th. That's Saturday. And Sunday, we are going to be in Cincinnati, Ohio, at the Northside Yacht Club with guest judge Jeff Tate. You know him, you love him. Uh, Douglas Movies, Phenom. Uh, come out to that. That one's, I think, 8.30, Northside Yacht Club. And again, a bunch of comics defending a variety of fun bands. And we would love to see you out there. Uh, all right, without further ado, enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I am Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined for another week by the Prince of Snarkness, Tommy McNamara. How are you, buddy? I'm, I'm great. This is very exciting. Big Let's, episode for this us. This is big. This is big because we have fan favorite Guy Montgomery back on the show. Oh, my gosh. Can I just say what a joy it is to be here with two of the greats. Two of the greats, uh, not just in podcasting, but I say America. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to go worldwide? Uh, no, no, I don't know if you've left the country, but there are some real gems out there. <laughs> Name one. Oh, uh, Jim Halpert? Yeah, I can't do it oh, off the top here. of my head, but uh, they're out there. Okay, good to know. We uh, we decided, you know, all the lists are coming out. It's end yes. of the decade time. Yeah. I find many of them indulgent, but when we right. do it, it's not. <laughs> yes, ours is going to be good. It's going to be good, like the one that Tommy's on, the list of sexual predators in Bushwick. Um, so. I don't even live in Bushwick anymore. Yeah, but you're on that list, too. They know you pass through sometimes. So we, we were inspired. We saw these. Pitchfork comes out with their top 200 songs of the decade. Did you see this guy? Yeah, of course. I can't believe it. Every single time they get the exact 200 just right. <laughs> It is crazy that they nail it. I, I'm always caught off guard. I think surely not again. And then bang, the 200 best songs. There they are. Laid out in order. In a perfect order, too. Yeah. True. And it's objective. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's the most impressive that part. Impressive. Anyone can release a subjective list. Sure. Absolutely. Which is what we're probably yeah. going to do. But, um, but yeah, theirs is perfect. And uh, even as an artist who created a song, you go, no. I, no, yeah. Lizzo's was better. <laughs> Lizzo's was thirty songs better than mine. <laughs> I, saw, I saw theirs and I like tweeted about how annoying these lists are, and then I spent five hours making my own. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this whole thing's a waste of time, and I literally spent five hours making my top two hundred. Well, I'm guessing you were doing that uh, on the clock, oh, on company time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, boy, am I not going to be at that job? <laughs> Hell yeah! Have you shared the anecdote that you told in the lounge on the podcast? What what lounge? Uh, the lounge that we're in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, about uh, about your lunch break. You know, I think you got to tell this lunch break story. 
Uh, oh, yes. Hour, yeah. So I, uh, I, I got booked for a show at 1.30 p.m. last Friday, and uh, I didn't want to take off because I, have, I only have one week left at this job, so I couldn't really take off. So I schemed it. So I left right from my boss, left for a meeting, and I got back before he got back. So my boss didn't see me. I thought I was totally in the clear. And then one of the building engineers walks into the office. He's this Italian guy. He just points at me, and he goes, two-hour lunch break, you put your reputation in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been hanging over my head ever since. Have you? Do you see that guy around? The, have you seen that guy around the office before that interaction? Uh, yes, yes, and he uh, often uh, makes fun of me. I see. He his big thing is that they found me outside of the Home Depot. <laughs> this is big thing that he always so says. was he doing a bit when he said that, or was he sincerely saying that your your, your reputation is in tatters? I think he was half joking because he, the look he gave me was one of uh, <laughs> non joke <laughs> disapproval. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's that's that would haunt me till the day I die. I think. <laughs> do you, do you think he would be more or less? He'd be impressed, or he'd think less of you if you said, "No, you don't understand. I had a lunchtime gig." Yeah. Yes. The much sought after one thirty PM stand up <laughs> comedy beat. I was also I was doing music on the show, so I'm holding a guitar. It was so clear. I was like, <laughs> you're, like you're like, yep, my trusty lunch pail. <laughs> Giant guitar case. You wouldn't believe how many sandwiches you could fit in this thing. <laughs> it's like how Jackson Galaxy carries around his cat stuff in a guitar oh, yeah. case. <laughs> oh man. Um Anyway, the theory today, the plan for today, not yes. the theory. We don't have a theory. This is a this is a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy and I decided we would give each other we'd we'd pick six songs as a collective to be the best songs of the decade, and then we'd have one of our favorite guests on his fourth time on the podcast pick his six songs, and maybe you guys tweet in what you think are the better six. That's a good. Yeah, hey, if you have a better six, why don't you send them on a? And, so do you mean a better six but to, that we're competing with one another? Or it, oh, that's me, a good point. That's what I'm saying. It's Guy versus Tom and Tom. Yeah. What if the, what if we have double ups? There is a very. That's high a good chance. question. Uh, that's a good point. If we have double ups, you strike that from the record. Okay. So it could be you know. So we got five the same and then one different. It would come down to it comes down to that one okay. song. And yeah. That very well could happen. I could see that happening because I mean, how many songs were there? I can think of ten. <laughs> <laughs> what a year! Tough yeah. to narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Tommy, do you want to start or shall so I? So when I, I was having such a hard time narrowing it down, uh, so I, I decided to do is I've got my list of two hundred, which you can find on Spotify if you uh, friend me on Spotify. Yes, I am just going to random roulette from my two hundred. Oh I'm my pick three. god! That's how I'm going to do my three. So Tommy, you, put that gun away. Do you? Do you so do you believe that all these two hundred songs are? They're not. They're not ordered. It's just the two hundred best. They're ordered in no way. I, I just spent all this time thinking of like, I, and I tried to be, have them kind of represent different styles of music I've liked. Like I didn't want it all to be sad indie music, which is yeah. a lot of what I actually listen right. to. You know, I wanted some of the rap, some of the Taylor Swift, some of the some of the fun stuff I listen to also. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to randomly blindly scroll, and I will pick three. I'll do them. I'll be the first to do it. Uh, and if you guys. Want so to curious. verify that I'm going to be doing this blind? Yeah. He is, his eyes are shut. It's true. And he's got a walking cane. <laughs> yeah, and he's he looks quite decrepit. But the closer <laughs> he gets, it looks like he's got... Oh, no, he's fallen. Wait, this is a very high-end roly-poly. He's fine. <laughs> I look decrepit. <laughs> All right, first song will be... I was trying to channel Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. <laughs> All right, this is a song Oh, from the recent LCD Sound System album, their comeback album. Oh, interesting. This was my favorite song off that album, and it is called Tonight.
LCD Sound System. I think they're an interesting band to talk about this decade because they had their final album this decade and they had their big documentary uh, about their final shows at Madison Square Garden. But then they also, five years later, decided to come back and had their comeback album. So it's two very different albums. I don't know. Do you ever listen to them? Do you care I, about them? I, I love LCD Sound System. Uh, one of my best live music experiences was on that really? farewell tour. They did. It wasn't like an entire show, but they played a, a set at uh, Big Day Out, which is like a big... Uh, Australian and New Zealand music festival, wow. and uh, no, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. And when this album came out, I I, I went ballistic on it American naturally because you're so excited for it to to be out. Yeah, and I think it got a little underrated because people there were some people mad that they were coming back. And sure, I think it's a great LCD sound system. Yeah, I I I don't know. I I guess people experience things so intensely. I feel like I I don't know if it's my nature, but I enjoy it all from like some safe distance where I don't feel so invested in the narrative of like them retiring and coming back. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. They're a great band. They can do whatever the fuck they want. You Hell know, yeah. like and, and all, you know, what sort of diehard fans are annoyed that their band is their, one of their favorite bands is coming back and not just That's coming so back, funny. but like also releasing an album, which is of as high a quality as yeah. their output before. I'd understand if they released a turd, yeah, <laughs> but it was awesome. <laughs> Hell Yeah. I uh, the most one of the most embarrassing things about my music fandom is that I didn't start listening to LCD Sound System until after I saw Shut Up and Play the Hits, the documentary about yeah. them, which I'm always very embarrassed to tell people, but it's true. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't. I don't think you need to feel you f- you found them. That's what true. difference does it make? Yeah, people discover different shit all the time. <laughs> does that mean I'm not allowed to like Led Zeppelin? Because <laughs> uh, I just been listening to some of those LPs on Wax and Brother. <laughs> Those guys know how to rock and roll. <laughs> I have a very distinct memory of uh, when I was a little boy, I went to a White Sox game, and uh, I was wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt. This was like peak of my Led Zeppelin fan. I'm like 12-year-old boy when you really, like, nothing could be better than Led Zeppelin. And uh, the guy taking tickets said, little boy, what do you know about Led Zeppelin? <laughs> and I said, only that they're the greatest rock band of all time. <laughs> and then he high-fived me, and I was like, that was the coolest thing that's ever happened to anyone. <laughs> that is, as a 12-year-old, that is the coolest that interaction is very possible. Cool. Really that was. is very cool. 
I have an embarrassing thing too, uh, on par with your yeah. uh, seeing the doc. I didn't get into the music of Bradley Cooper until I saw A Star Is Born. <laughs> and until I saw American Sniper. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get into the mil- military until I saw Jarhead. <laughs> there has to be one person who saw American Sniper. I was like, "Fucking, I'm signing up." <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, no, I'm. Big time. That's I how I felt done. after I saw the mule. First time I tried cocaine. <laughs> Stepped out of the cinema. I said, one cocaine. <laughs> Never looked back. That would be a smart move to uh, to be standing outside of the theater selling cocaine <laughs> after that movie. <laughs> um, All yeah. right. I'm going to do another one of my blind rolls. By the way, I I have to tell you, I'm pretty pissed that you're doing it this way. <laughs> <laughs> it really irks me having deliberated over this for the last hour and a half. I'm pretty upset that you're just randomly. Yeah, Tommy, doing Tommy's, it. but t- Tommy has put five hours into yeah, the, curating two. You know, like yeah, but picking randomly just that defeats I think the whole thing. It increases my respect to, to, to labor over something with such you know intensity well, and then throw it all away. <laughs> Well, it is it is a cop out, but that was my favorite movie of the decade. Oh, so. <laughs> selected randomly yeah. on the uh, AMC app. I'm not deciding my favorite movie until I see that John Cena Fireman movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, I'm just holding out. I yeah. Think. <laughs> All right, so I just landed on one that was going to be. Swear to God, this was going to be one of my three. If I okay my three, uh, what do we got? Nobody by Mitski. Oh, this is great! I almost put this on mine too. Do you know the song guy? Uh, I'll find out, but I don't know it by name. This is a great song. I had a feeling you were going to do this. Got a great video too. Yeah. Do a little skip ahead again. Try to get the key change. Oh yeah, here it comes. Key change. Oh, this is nice. This is sacrilegious, but there are shades of Get Lucky from Daft Punk guitar lick in there in the background. <laughs> yeah, Get out I of our home. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the cats. <laughs> so Mitski, had you never heard of Mitski at all? I've heard of Mitski. Yes. I've seen people, uh, you know, uh, absolutely pouring adoration yes. over here on online before. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's one of those ones where I, I feel somewhat compelled to check it out, but I just haven't. You know, there's so there's too much to get to to right, do it all. Yes. Right, right. So, Heavy for this to be my introduction. <laughs> well, Mitski is someone that I on the it's the exact opposite end of LCD Sound System, where I feel like a hipster about Mitski. I see because I saw her like five years ago and was obsessed with her. And then this was the or last year when her last album came out was the year that everyone was posting on Twitter and Instagram about seeing her, and it was like crying in a Mitski show was like basically right. a meme at a certain point because so many people were posting about it, and I just got to sit there with my mustache and. <laughs> 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 
You weren't there. You were in the trenches. <laughs> oh, yeah. <and> Chris Kyle. <laughs> it's such an interesting thing, that notion of protectiveness over the music we like. Yeah. It's like, you, really, you should want everything yes. for the, the artist you love. Of course. It's yes. such a bizarre connection. You know, if you think about it as a comedian, oh, yeah. it's, like, it's sweet that people have liked you from the beginning, but yeah. at a certain point when, you know, lots yes. of people like you, you, you wouldn't be like... <laughs> Angry at those people for suddenly liking you. Yeah, well, for, yeah. for Where the, were you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the love of God, please don't keep us a secret. <laughs> Intentionally. <laughs> I'm keeping the stand yeah. by your band boys that's for it. myself. I, that's, that's what I tell myself has been restricting my career. <laughs> is the pure dedication of the hardcore Montgomery fans. <laughs> they beat the shit out of somebody wearing yeah, your yeah, shirt. Yeah. You weren't there. <laughs> I used to like this comedian, yeah. but his other fans it was are just terrifying. the 34 people who saw me. My first ever gig, <laughs> and no one else. Everybody else is fake fans. <laughs> oh boy! All right, All right. I'll let's do my hear third. one more. I'm happy that worked out. Uh, yeah, and these are two artists I've listened to a bunch, so it has so far. I'd say this plan has been successful. But nice. We'll see how the third one is. Yeah. Third one could be a real stinker. <laughs> Did you put stinkers? No, on this I hope list? there's no stinkers. <laughs> okay. Nobody knows. That one I had to stop because I was at the radio portion where they're doing suggestions, and that does uh, not count. No. All right. Okay. Here we go. This doesn't count either. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, boy. Well, this was a fun one. Um, a song I don't listen to that much anymore, but I listened to it so many times when I first saw the performance, and you'll know what performance I talk about when I play it. you remember this? I do. Yeah. I remember the performance vividly. Yes. Future, Future Islands on Letterman. Yeah. One of the greatest uh, late yes. night sets of all time. That and Tom Takar's coming. Thank set. you. <laughs> that felt like one of the so those, those unifying moments of the internet before it splintered even more where yes. everyone was talking about this particular performance. Totally. And no, there was no like backlash. Yeah, yeah. You've done well here. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I've got my foot tapping. <laughs> I remember listening to this whole album. There's a lot of great songs on it, but some of them were too scary. <laughs> he does a scary, Hate a scary song, yeah. yeah. This is very good. I just thought of another one. Damn. This is so hard. It's like impossible. It is, yeah, it is an impossible task. It was hard to narrow it down to 200. There are a lot of songs I like that I left off. Um, and I tried to limit the amount per artist, too. I was like, I don't want more than five by any artist. Right. Is, yeah, made it even harder. Ooh, I might be adding a last second. But you, you went, uh, by the end of that, you went sort of scraping to find artists oh, no. independent from who you like. You were still cutting shit you loved. I, there was, and then I would remember something, and I'd look through and find something to cut, and it was like a real, yeah. yeah. So please, uh, if you have any interest, please shuffle through this playlist because sure. I wasted so much time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be checking it out. I made a much shorter playlist today because I couldn't uh, decide, but I'm still like, I feel like I'm at a restaurant right now, and yeah. everybody else is ready to order. And I'm like, I'll figure it out by the time <laughs> you're done. You don't know until you've said the wrong thing and they walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like gravy. Isn't it funny, though, Like to think of the way we apply our time? Because Tommy, 
is in his office job has found carved out five hours within the working week to <laughs> make a list and you the full time yep, comedian yep. no time <laughs> I just can't find it <laughs> so the more time you have to yourself the less productive it's you become true. Yeah. at a terrifying although I, I would argue I don't know how productive this is <laughs> uh, yeah but I got cats to feed yeah man these cats are fucking <laughs> They're crazy insane right now. <laughs> the thing is <laughs> <laughs> One of them has jumped onto the the mixing you desk. Just call him the devil or whatever earlier. On on um, command. All right, so let's switch over to Tom's. Yeah, three. baby. While we do this, guy, what was uh, going on in your personal life this decade? Oh man, just it's give been a quick a, synopsis. Yeah, it's tell it's us been the a big truth. decade. What is it now? It's 2019. Yes. So that would mean well, starting in 2010. Wow, I mean, what is a decade? Well, start really? from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what is it? Your parents are what? going from end to end. <laughs> I start. I believe I started. <laughs> uh, I started the decade uh, reeling from a, my first heartbreak. Is that true? As I recall, yeah. I hear this. I've since uh, built myself back together. You know, to be whole once more. Yeah. And How only long did took that take? Ten long years. <laughs> oh, you just <laughs> began. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not entirely true. The first part was true, but it didn't take ten years. What have you lived on three continents in this decade? No, I've lived on two continents in this decade. My my entire comedy career is contained within this decade. Oh yeah, and to Me think too. that I'm here in a an apartment in New York City with a couple of other people toiling away <laughs> is somewhat satisfying. I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't love the word choice of toiling. Yeah, wait. <laughs> I've been toiling. Do you feel like you've hey, been toiling. I'm not toiling. I'm what? boiling. <laughs> yeah, Jim boiling. The Bulls coach. <laughs> yeah, drag. I drag him or yeah. champion him. I don't I know about him. the Bulls coach. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know he stinks. What do you think about Mitch Trubisky? Uh, oh, I feel boy. bad for him. I think he sucks, but I feel bad for him. Why? He just seemed so sad when they took him out of the game. He did look very yeah. sad. Well, that's what you look like when your hip is a little sore. And it's he's not his fault. Handsome he, uh, young millionaire. He is his a whole life in front of him. Right. And he famously... So what? You're not good at the one thing you spent your whole life <laughs> practicing. Get over it. I get it, buddy. He did famously tweet, I love kissing titties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, all right, I'm yeah. a fan. Yeah. I, was always I like that he talks like a Billy the Bass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy who thinks that it's Billy the Bass singing those songs. (laughs) He didn't ask to be drafted ahead of those guys. That's a sad sight. He had a tough decade. (laughs) Yeah, that is I think he had an incredible decade. Well, it got a little bit hard at the end. Yeah. Look at his decade before then. He loved titties so much (laughs) and was so confident within himself. He went onto Twitter and told everyone how much he loved kissing titties. That is a good decade. Man. That's how you know this guy's straight. <laughs> Everybody else is on the spectrum. <laughs> uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> so I like there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. There's one song that I'm certain uh, belongs on this list for I me. I think I know what it is. I don't think you will. I th- oh, but I, I have a feeling... Were you going to guess always? I was going to guess Archie Marry Me. That always. is on my list, although okay. I don't. I I was torn between two always songs. Archie Marry <laughs> Me. Uh, in fact, I'm just going to switch over to the, hey, the always songs. Have fun now. listening to a panic attack, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind right now. Uh, Archie Marry Me is the song that got people into always. Yes. And the reason that I listened to the album. And that is top three albums for me of the decade mm-hmm. is that always album it's front to back great there's nothing i skip i love it so much uh but archie marry me is not my favorite song on the album Whoa. i think i'm in fact i'm gonna play i, fuck, I want people to 
I love in, uh, an undertoast from the Is second album. Is that the other album? Okay. Uh, Ones Who Love You has my favorite part of any Always song. Right. And so let's hear some of that. And if you haven't listened to Always, please listen to Archie Marry Me. Because I feel like, yeah, it's two Vs, which is, I guess, kind of annoying to some people. But I really love them. And I really think that their, their self-titled album is perfect. I really like the second album, too. But um, the first one, I think, is solid all the way through. And I've listened to it probably more than any other album that I have. But uh, this is a song called Ones Who Love You from their self-titled. And I'm going to skip around in this, too. That is m- probably my favorite use of fuck in a song because her v- her voice is so good. And then the way that the d- it just pops down to the drums, it's so, it's so fucking good. good. Uh, I'm glad you liked that. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like I, Archie Marry Me is a great song, yeah. but I love that song. That one does Archie it for Marry me more me than anyone. Archie Marry Me is probably the most accessible. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree. That's I, don't know that I don't know if I've heard, this, heard of this band. Uh, they're not like crazy popular. Yeah. They only have two albums, but um, they're a Montreal band uh, or Toronto. Uh, that, they're either Toronto or Mar- oh, yeah. I can't remember if they're Toronto or Montreal. I think they might be Toronto actually. Because, uh, dude, I did the JFL Road Show in Toronto, and I would use Archie Marry Me as my opening song every night, and no one gave a shit. <laughs> I thought people would be like, he knows. You got to no play "Nice for What" by Drake. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. that's actually also on my list because that song it's is great fucking song. great. Yeah, it's a very good song. The uh, so yeah, check out always. That is my favorite song, probably. I, so I actually went into my uh, Spotify 
and found the song. Hell yeah. And put it on my play- I love my it, baby. playlist for the month Listen, I was listening. I'm telling you, front to back, that song, that album is, uh, is, that's one you can just put on and, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got into them just because of Archie Marry Me and then I was on a plane and I realized I had looped the album like six times and I was like, oh shit, that flew by. A, a plane is a very nice place to be listening to <laughs> new music. You know what? I think you just found a seventh way to listen to music. <laughs> uh, all right. What do you think they were listening to on that Malaysian plane? Oh my god. <laughs> Hopefully something that's nostalgic and reflective. Uh now this is where it's gonna start to get dicey, but there's one song it's that Andrew I Andrew Dice Clay's greatest hit. <laughs> <laughs> After one song, <laughs> well, yeah, now I, I have to make I, a I choice. I thought the rest of the music was pretty shit. <laughs> now, I only heard one song in the, yeah, yeah. In the decade. Uh, I, I'm having a, the problem I have is that there's so much good shit here, but uh, there's one song that I think has to go. But there's fuck. It's so hard because I love this song, but I love other songs maybe more. Fuck. The thing is, all right. So Frank Ocean. Was probably my favorite artist of the decade. He he put out uh, Blonde is maybe my favorite overall album, um, and then also the song. I think that uh, was Pitchfork's number one album. I'm pretty. I sure. think that's yeah. true. That's the only reason I felt a little basic being uh, not that Pitchfork's. You know, yeah, but I that was one album I totally agreed with them on. I thought uh, it sounded different than anybody else, and it was it's so good. And like the song, um, well, it's weird. I thought that I put. Um, did I not put? I think uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was my number one, and that was high on every list of sure. making. So yeah. I don't think you have to worry. I mean, it's like a big work of art, you know. The yeah. problem that I run into with the Frank Ocean stuff is I don't know what I would pick as the best song because mm-hmm. one, Blonde has got a bunch of great songs, but maybe uh, the best song is um, is from Channel Orange. Thinking about Which, you. Thinking about you might be it's the best song. Pretty, pretty hard to argue against. So yeah. I'm gonna. That's on my I, list. That's uh, on my top 200. I might be playing that, but I think Knights and Solo from uh, Solo was on my top 200. Also. Solo yeah. might be the solo one that rules. I play here. In fact, yeah, fuck it. We've heard Thinking About You. I want to play Solo um, because it is just such a goddamn good song. Uh, I also, man, I'm having trouble because a couple Hopalong songs are up there for me. Oh yeah. I mean, they were probably the band. I listened to the most the last five years, I would say, Hop Along. That, uh, so there's two albums that I've listened to, like just worn them out uh, from them over the last like two years. And that was probably the best live show that I saw in the last like five years. It was so mm-hmm. good. Guy, what was your favorite live show of the decade? Uh, well, outside of... Jesus. What's that? <laughs> That's just a box. That's a box. Uh, outside of that LCD yes. experience... Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw flying lo- a flying lotus show at Brooklyn Steel. It was a th- like a three D show that he had taken on the road. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So and there's a, a just it was a confluence of circumstances. You know, it's impossible to sort of uh, delineate between the stage of your life and the experience yes. of the show. But that was not long after I'd moved here, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd found a pl- like it's it's wrapped up in a whole lot of other memories. But oh, sure, it was like sure. one of the most uh, euphoric gig experiences yeah i can remember yeah um and i i love i love his music as well i saw drive-by truckers there and i like had an emotional breakdown so i was just like this is the this is so good and i i was just like yeah it's just one of those that venues it's great um all right let's hear 
fuck, I'm still struggling here <laughs> between solo, self-control, and nights. What, uh, was, your, what was your best gig experience? Uh, I would say two totally contradictory uh, ones that come to mind are seeing, I saw Bruce for the first time this decade at Wrigley Field. Right, and, and Milo Yiannopoulos at... Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Wrigley Field's my favorite place in the world, and I'd never seen a Bruce Springsteen concert, and uh, it was just like... You went in wearing a Led Zeppelin t-shirt, <laughs> and someone said, hey man, what do you wrong, know about Led Zeppelin? I said, they're the second best rock act of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one, I was going to say Brooklyn Steel show also, which is embarrassing, but seeing Boy Genius at Brooklyn Steel uh, was was really incredible because I don't know if you know Boy Genius, but it's Phoebe Richards, uh, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker, and they each played solo sets and then they all played as a group. Oh, that's beautiful. And it was like three incredible shows, it was four incredible shows in one night, and it was just like very, uh, yeah, it was breathtaking. That's awesome. All right, I'm just gonna play Nights. I, I basically it was a coin flip. Oh, wait, let me start. Round the city, round the top. Everybody needs you. You know this song's about me? Is that right? Although you got Buku family, you don't even got nobody being honest with you. Free to lie, evaporated. My whole body see through transportation handmade. And I know it better than most people. I don't trust them anyways. You can't break the law with them. Some good she have a calm night Shooters killing left and right Working through your worst night If I get my money right You know I won't need you Then I tell you I hope the sack is full up I'm fucking no, I'm fucked up Spend it when I get that I ain't trying to keep you Can't keep up a conversation Can't nobody read you Why your eyes well up did you call me from a seance? You were from my past life. Hope you're doing well, bro. I've been out here head first. Always like the head first. Signal coming in and out. Hope you're doing well, bro. Everybody needs you. Damn, it's so hard Everybody to pick a part to skip to because the, the Ooh, evolves so much. This feel like a quaalude. No sleep in my body. I feel like this is a move that Usher popularized in like Confessions Part 2 or oh, something. Yeah, where it's like, hey, and also song. here's a little bit of a <laughs> fucking amazing song. That's so true. Oh, I love that. This is, and this is, yeah. I love this part. There it is. Every night fucks every day up Every day patches the night up Oh God, you should match it, it's that KO No white lighters till I fuck my 28th up 1998, my family had the acro Oh, the legend Kept at least six discs in the changer Back on Boswell and Percy had it active Yeah, I gotta stop it I love that song so much. It's yeah, so it's fucking great. good. Um, but yeah, that whole album is great. And it's hard to pick. And Think About You is another, it's another example yeah. of it's, the, it's his most accessible song, I think. But it's all, I think it's all good. And also Chanel is up there for me too, mm -hmm. which is just a single that he put out. This Very is, recently. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think with, I think maybe two years ago or a year and a half uh, ago. 
Because Sonia, our old roommate, got me into it. Or yeah. she was like, oh, if you listen to the new Frank, and it was when we lived together. Now, this last one is going to be fucking impossible. Because the one that I was going to play to begin with. the blind method. Well, I've heard of that. Hmm. Should I do that? I, the thing is, I'd be too disappointed by some of them, I think. Because uh, I put what, like... Then what the fucking <laughs> hell are they doing on the I list? I know, I know. Well, that's this is how you weed it out. If because I'm torn between uh, a national song and a car seat headrest song now, and I was gonna—I'll just tell you the one that I was gonna do before you said the always thing. I was gonna do Redbone from Childish Gambino because I think that that's a, just a great yeah. song. But instead, I'm gonna play "This Is the Last Time" from the National. times yourself I wish everybody knew what's so great about you oh but your love is such a small you don't think before you jump and I said I wouldn't get sucked in this is the last time starting to run low on time before we uh before we get to guy really quick yeah let's read off some of the facebook uh oh yes some good comments. there were some good ones and somebody put one that i almost put on mine also there were a couple of those and i was like damn that's a good choice yeah uh somebody i'll just read it off of here hannah hunt someone put that's it the one that i was, that was like, like that's on my list it. for sure yeah. that's uh probably i mean it's definitely my favorite vampire weekend song of the decade it's my favorite vamp- weekend it might song be ever yeah, yeah it might be ever um that was the first one that I saw that I was like, shit. I, I put this national song on because it's another one where it's a front-to-back, just banger album. Mm-hmm. Every song is great. Great cover, too. Killer cover. It's hanging on my wall up there. Uh, let's see here. It's a, kind of a creepy cover, too. It's like a lady's head that's halfway in a mirror. It's pretty pretty crazy. Uh, all right. Let's see some of these on Facebook. We've got Old Town Road from Sam Ash McHale. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, no offense. Love you, Sam. Uh, Robbie Goodwin put "Run Away" from Kanye West, uh, which uh, that one was hard not to put in there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, all of you from uh, uh, John Legend is from Alex Schubert. I Sexiest can't even man believe that's crazy. <laughs> John Legend got voted. Who do you guys think was the sexiest oh, man of the easily? Decade? Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, it's great. Answer. I mean, there's just no other answer. And second. Guy Montgomery. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Who the hell is this Michael B. Jordan guy got to be there? Uh, let's see. Um, somebody put the Righteous Gemstone song, Misbehaving, which I am about to get to that episode, but people keep telling oh me that it's God. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Courtney Barnett's uh, 
Avant Gardener. Great That's song. pretty good. Courtney Barnett's uh, got like I think the the five songs are on my playlist. Damn. Yeah. Oh, uh, Larry Fulford wrote uh, The National Demons. Demons is great. I think that's one of those that I wore out for myself. It's off the same album that I just played. But uh, it's it's kind of like Archie Marry Me, but where you can just play the fuck out of it, and mm-hmm. it's it's the song that got me into the National. Actually, that yes. and Terrible Love. Mine but was Blood Buzz Ohio. That's a great fucking was song. The, uh, the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, I think you're confused. No, no I think you. I get it. <laughs> uh, it's funny that album. Uh, that's from Boxer, right? I believe so. That album has been in my car for the last four years, oh, and yeah. I don't use like. But so whenever I don't have a plug-in or whatever, I've just listened to that album a billion times. So I've heard that song more than probably any other song. Can, I, I like that album. Can more I than just any other album. say, apropos of nothing, that uh, America is the greatest country on earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's you're why you're so sexy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the fans are going to eat this one up. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Tyler Jackson wrote "Archie Marry Me." Yep. Uh, okay, go. Okay, go. This too shall pass. Weird to see an okay go uh, listing. I mean, they're the best treadmill music band. <laughs> oh, that is. Somebody put uh, and Modest Mouse is one of my favorite bands of all time, but not like they didn't put anything out in the 2010s that I would put uh. in my top hundred. Um, oh, uh, well, that's bad news for good people who love. I tried <laughs> so fucking close. The thought was there. <laughs> oh boy, we were dead before the ships were sinking. Um, uh, Josh O'Neill put uh, "Car Seat Headrest Drunk Driver Slash Killer Whales," uh, which is a great fucking song. I've been re-listening to that album. I've been, I've been blasting. I've been playing it the last two weeks, uh, and I. It's one of my top five albums of the yeah. of the last five years, probably. I fucking love it. I, I don't know about decade, but like Can maybe though about car seat address. What's that? Uh, this is gonna be mean, but oh, I no. saw what he looked like and I liked him less. <laughs> I liked him more because oh, he looks yeah. kind of dorky. Yeah, I like yeah. that. It he looks kind of like um. Ah, oh, shit! I'm not gonna be able to pull it anyway. I I he's also young as fuck. Yes. Uh, which you're usually into. <laughs> 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 um, but I was gonna play uh. The song um, "Joe Gets Kicked Out of School" mm-hmm. uh, for using drugs. It's one of my. It's got one of my favorite lyrics of all time, which is that uh, he says, "Hangovers feel uh, good when you know it's the last one. Mm-hmm. Then you feel so good that you have another one." Yeah, and it's like I think about it every time I have a I have a hangover because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm never gonna drink again. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. and then if you start to feel good, <laughs> gonna have another one. So, hangover three, one of the best movies. <laughs> Hangovers are good when you you know it's the last one. (laughs) (laughs) Then you feel so good that you make another one. (laughs) Todd Phillips theme. (laughs) Oh boy, Uh, Casey Musgraves. That's interesting. What she write? (laughs) (laughs) You wrote Beyonce's formation. Um, Stephen Castillo writes Uptown Funk. That's a that's a. A fair uh, argument. Surprised to see nobody put Lizzo on here because um, I do. I actually think that uh, she's got a couple that that qualify. Somebody put Fleet. Oh, uh, I think she does. Did she release music in the last <laughs> ten years? <laughs> uh, Tyler Snodgrass writes uh, "Nameless Faceless" by Courtney Barnett. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have the crown by Sergio Simpson. I would have put "Turtles All the Way Down" Great also song. on my list, and then "Helplessness Blues" by Fleet Foxes, which song. I also agree, and "Perth" by Bonnie Vare. That's a great song. I might put Holocene over it, though. Um, yeah, that's that's 
That's Facebook, put a baby. Lot of, put, put a lot of Father John Misty in my, in yes. my playlist. Yes, Chateau, uh, uh, what are you, Chateau Lobby number four yeah. is the first one on my so, list. Uh, I just, it's so hard to pick. I know we all hate the man, but he put out some amazing music this Yep, day. yep, yep. Why does no one like this man? He's an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he's, uh, he's got a bad reputation but he made some of great being albums. an asshole. <laughs> but it's hard because, yeah, Flea Fox is great, too. It's Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Um, all right, let's get to the man of the hour. Guy, can you, before you start playing, will you tell us a little bit about your process? Uh, probably not too dissimilar from you guys, mm-hmm. somewhere in between. Uh, I remember when I got Spotify, I think it was in 2016. This and before, late. Yeah, it was really late. And I sort of... Well, you saw that Trump one. And you thought, yeah. <laughs> I think that's when I got... No, no, I, I got it when we moved any, I wanted to see if he'd made any playlists. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember having it in college with ads. Uh, so it must yeah. have been 2011, 2012. Yeah. So very with, late adapter. And I'd sort of like... I'd been just down to the music I had saved on my uh, yeah. iTunes or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I was getting... So I'd stop download. You know, like yeah. it was getting harder to down to illegally download, or it was more laborious yes, to do it that sure. way. And so I was a late adapter, and then when I got into it, I just couldn't stop. And so I've been making monthly playlists. Not you make just monthly of, playlists? Yeah, not just of music from the year or month, obviously. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to follow like, you, guy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I sort of, about halfway into the, um, the, the decade, I really started going crazy. And yeah. then, of course, the more information. But so all that to say, listening to you, like it's the same process. We're listening to you guys yeah. choose the music you want to play. Right. Um, and then thinking about you know it's it's I mean that's that's what makes those pitchfork lists so impressive is that <laughs> they get it right right and yeah. we're just a bloody bunch of armchair experts sitting around with our thumb up our ass hoping for the best yeah hey, it feels uh, good. but I feel pretty good about these choices <laughs> and um, thankfully no, none of the same ones either so, are these in order or are these uh, no no particular order I okay. sort of I got it down to to ten okay and then I'm choosing as I go you whittle it down to six from those ten okay yeah. cool. And that should be, oh, it might be. Oh, there we go. There you go. This sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, it should. It's quite a popular song. This bit's sick. I'm just going to skip to the chorus here. So that's uh, Pressure Man by the Feelers, oh, and geez. it's but the, no because the reason it counts is because that is from an album that was released in uh, 1998, but they remastered it in 2015. <laughs> I, I guess that's a technicality. Yeah, yeah. I guess that I yeah. guess that fits, and it kind of makes sense because you want to get like one New Zealand band in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got to stay. You know, it's, well, I actually it's doing this podcast is kind of what reintroduced me to that song. <laughs> I. And yeah, like I, I can't remember if I said I liked it or not at the time, but then I was listening to it again. I was like, right. this actually fucking rules. Um, <laughs> and that is something so we it, debated the whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it think. Is, uh, so it is I don't know if we agreed about that, but yeah, 
Well, um, it's just it's nice to get some New Zealand. You know, like, there's a, a large yeah, sure. amount of listeners are American, so it's good. To, yeah, like we picked kind of some stuff that maybe people. It's not going to be number one on the Billboard yes. chart next. To, I mean, I guess I yeah. picked Blonde, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in, been in like, one I mean, out of six I New Zealand songs. That's fine. We didn't have any out of our six that were New Zealand, which yeah. is crazy because there were some good musicians coming out of New Zealand in the last decade. Uh, who you got? Well, I'm thinking about Un- Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Oh, Lord. I love them. I almost put one of their songs. I didn't know they were from New Zealand. The the creative visionary is. Oh, okay. But he, I mean, he's based out of Portland, I believe, but he's a, he's a Kiwi. Ah. They used to be in a band called the Mint Chicks. Very fun. Who rock. Uh, but anyway, uh, Chaos in the CBD, some, it, there's a whole lot, a slew of incredible New Zealand music that's been, you know, released internationally. Chelsea Jade. But um, yeah, it's nice to get a, a Kiwi song on there. Should I go, should I go for my next yeah, one? Let's yeah, hear, yeah, let's hear another yeah. one. I should have known better And now I'm sitting trying to count my loves But you're my reason to live I'm trying to find my angel Hear that violin? That's so fucking nice Yeah, so um, so that's the that's uh, that was the feelers again. Feelers, yeah, that's yeah. fishing felices. So that's off their 2001 album, Communicate. Did right. that get remastered? That didn't get remastered. <laughs> Technically, it shouldn't be on the list. But I sort of uh, you have dyslexia, so you. All right, we're back. Finish the riff, Tommy. Uh, you know, you know, Taking Back Sunday has been a decade under the influence. What do you think of that? I think that that's pretty hardcore. <laughs> I got a bad feeling about that. <laughs> All right, sorry for the mishap there. I'll have to keep an eye on this. Um, so we'll kind of have to rush to the last four. And I have a feeling that these next four are going to be really good and I'm, because I'm hoping you kind of cross genres a little bit because these kind of have the same flavor. I in your first had two. a similar rule to you where I tried to go, not go over five songs by the same okay. artist. Did you achieve that? Well, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice Can you imagine if you jam this out as a riff on your guitar How happy you'd be That's great oh, That would be sick Come on, <laughs> so No but because you'd have to record it as well yeah, so. that's Like the light We'll see you soon Give up yourself so this one is off the 2015 remaster. Oh, so there you go. It this does fit. Qualify. I'll just fast forward. Ooh. So you can really feel the drums now. Yeah, I remember the earlier mix. You can really hear the drums. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that earlier one sucked. I actually spearheaded a uh, GoFundMe to get this remaster done, and the band were against it. <laughs> Come my little He's really going to go into it now Come on, Gee whiz Can you feel that in your bones? 
I think it's hard to argue that that is one of the best songs of the decade. True. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that and that was that was the Ve- Venus by the Feelers. Yes. Oh, that was the Feelers again. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that one was also by the. <laughs> that is embarrassing. <laughs> that one was also by the Feelers. Uh, but this next it. one, this is a stadium anthem. Um, Oh, it's somewhat be. overlooked. Like it's good. It's it goes off at yeah. sports games. You probably sure Seven Nation Army or oh yeah, that's a good that was before one. that was too early. Okay, yeah, mm. yeah. So it must be something else. What would be? It? <laughs> All right, I, I think I'm starting to see what's happening here. Guy Making picked a, a really good playlist. <laughs> 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 This is good. This is great. If I remember that it's not too late, but this is love, but this, this is, is hate. hate, and I got a feeling and I hope it's not too Sing late. Sing it, brother. This is good. This is more. This is good. This is a given, and it's not a reward, but this is yours. Even the cats are getting into it. Yeah. This one's like a, it's almost like a meta commentary on uh, your playlist. Right, yeah, yeah. it is good. It's too big to yeah. be contained. Uh, I'm just gonna. I reckon we've only got time for one yeah, more. Probably, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this last one's controversial, but I still think it's it's. Uh, I think this is a great song, and you know it's it, 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 it's not of the decade to be totally honest with you, okay. but uh, it's still one of the greatest greatest songs you've recorded. Oh, sorry, it's still going. <laughs> you sick. New Zealand fuck. <laughs> Can you believe they released this? <laughs> Wait, are you playing the original or the radio? That's the you better radio. believe I'm playing the original. Well, it doesn't say let. <laughs> In this context, there's no disrespect, so when I bust my rhyme. Yeah, thanks so much for <laughs> Isn't it so good that. Will I am trots out of the line that everyone uses, which is in this context. I mean, no disrespect. So please enjoy our song. Let's get retarded. It's so funny to have to. Yeah, he has to say, "Look, I mean it, but in a good way." <laughs> if you've written that into the song, you know you're doing something wrong. Anyway, greatest song, greatest song of the millennium. Guy, you sick fuck. <laughs> you did it to us again, but then you twisted it. You twisted that knife into us. I think your playlist wins. No one needs to do yeah. this. No, vote, yeah. vote, vote, vote. Yeah, right. Vote online. <laughs> okay. uh, tweet at us. Um, I do want to say Jared did have one note. He didn't He didn't want to leave a voicemail. but uh, I hope he, he sings that one note. <laughs> <laughs> what he said, I told him what we were going to do, and he said, Man, you guys really have a lot of faith in a barely funny in the first place premise. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Piece of shit. What the? So, fuck? Uh, get his ass. Uh, go after him, and uh, it is funny. <laughs> and yeah, you know, is. we we are changing our name to Never Not Barely Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm actually I am now putting on one of my favorite songs of the oh, genuine songs of the decade. Which genuine. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, these are so these are two uh, New Zealand brothers who have a record label out of London now, oh. and they're called Chaos and the CBD. This is probably my most listened to song oh. of the decade. It's quite uh, soothing, sort of house I do like electro. It. It's called Midnight in Peckham, which is a Ooh, I enjoy a district in London. Is that near District Nine? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, it's right next to Area Fifty One, <laughs> between Area Fifty One and District Nine. 
Um, but I thought we could just talk over this as you wrap up the podcast. Because I, like I did want to get one. I felt I like jealous it. when you guys I, No, no, no. <laughs> it was fun. I didn't. I got to be honest. I didn't realize how much fun we were going to have doing the, yeah. like, actually listening to music that we enjoy. Maybe we started a bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen um, that movie about this uh, county? Pend it like Peckham. Pend it like Peckham. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just wondering if you saw it. Uh, we have to plug uh, our tour that's coming up. Yes. We're doing a little Thanksgiving tour. The day before Thanksgiving, we're going to be in Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge yes. uh, doing live Battle of the Band, or live Stand By Your Band, Battle of the Bands, where we have comedians defending, uh, they're each defending a band in a tournament uh, for the ages, you know, it'll be fun. And then we're also doing that in Bloomington, Indiana at the Comedy Attic the day after Thanksgiving. That's Black Friday. And we're going to be doing a stand-up show also on Saturday at the Comedy Attic. And then Sunday. And then Sunday, we're going to be in Cincinnati at Northside Yacht Club. Uh, guest ju- uh, well, I'll say guest judges for all of them. In Chicago, we have Lisa Traeger. In Indiana, we have the man who just insulted us, <laughs> Jared Thompson. Uh, so come sh- say it to his Sunday, face. Sunday, Jeff Tate. Je- Sunday will be Jeff Tate. It's going to be a great time. Come out to those. Guy, um, what do you got, buddy? Uh, if you are in New York over the Thanksgiving period, I'm doing a show on November 29 at Union Hall, 10 p.m. Uh, it's called I'm Friends With These People. And uh, it's a show about... Uh, the fact that I do, I am friends with some people here, and I'm going to show a live. Voice. It's just a stand-up show, but it's going to be really fun. I'm. Uh, it'll be one of my last shows in the states for a little bit. So, if you are in town, go please go see along. Guys. It'll be good one of the fun. funniest there is. And look out for his new podcast next year. Oh yeah, yeah I've got. I, yeah, it's, I can't say anything about it, but I am uh, banking. I'm recording a podcast with uh, these two knuckleheads. Yeah, uh, this Thursday afternoon. Um, so if you're in Bushwick and you want to <laughs> swim by uh, 57 Grove Street. <laughs> also, uh, really quickly, my album comes out 12-6. Pre-order that. And uh, the release show is December 5th. Guy doesn't want to be there, so he's leaving the country. Hell yeah. <laughs> get over there. Alright, guys. Thanks for listening. Get on the Patreon. Keep it crispy. We love you. Bye.